The Fed did what it was expected to do yesterday and the market reacted as it was expected to react. Now it's the Bank of England's turn to decide and well no one really knows what the Bank of England will or should do today. So welcome, this is Swiss Codes Daily Market Talk. So yesterday's Fed meeting was so but so predictable. The Fed maintained its interest rates unchanged as expected. It revised its growth forecast higher as expected as well. The peak unemployment rate for the US was revised to 4.1% down from 4.5% as a result of a resilient jobs market and a resilient US growth. And the Fed President Jerome Powell said that well they are now getting closer to where they want to be in terms of monetary policy and that the bank must now proceed carefully on the last mile because it's important. He also said that the positive pressure that we see on the US yields was actually due to strong growth prospects for the US and this abundance of treasury issuance rather than well, higher inflation expectations for the US. Well, we all know that higher growth and higher inflation will somehow go hand in hand in general. But okay, he just said it and we just took it as it is. And the dot plot from the Fed showed one more interest rate hike before this year ends and less interest rate cuts next year. Because in their June projections, remember, the Fed officials were thinking of cutting the interest rates from 5.6% to 4.6% next year. Now they think that we will end up 2024 with a Fed rate of 5.1%. So yes, it was hawkish without much surprise. However, the market reaction to yesterday's Fed decision was also very much smooth and unsurprising, really. The US two-year yield spiked to 5.20%, the 10-year yield reached 4.45%. Both the S&P 500 and Nasdaq 100 slipped below their ascending base that has been building since October last year, while the US dollar index extended gains after the Fed decision yesterday and pulled out the all-important Fibonacci resistance. So the US dollar index now uh, trades above the major 38.2% Fibonacci retracement level on past years rally, potentially marking the end of the last year's bearish trend for the US dollar. We are now, as a result, in the bullish consolidation zone with the potential of a further advance in the US dollar index towards the 107 and towards the 109 levels. Now, the only thing that could eventually slow down the US dollar's current appreciation is... Well, a hawkish shift in other major central banks' monetary policies. And well, with the European Central Bank now preparing to pose its interest rate hikes as soon as the next monetary policy meeting, the Bank of England, which could also announce its last interest rate hike as soon as today, well, we can only rely on the Bank of Japan to make a move and make a difference. And well, you know what? I wouldn't place my bets on a hawkish BOJ, even if the universe handed me a lucky horseshoe, because the dollar yen is now trading 
trading above the 148 mark and if the BOJ does or says nothing tomorrow well it could well be propelled to 155 level the only risk in a long dollar yen trade right now is a direct FX intervention from Japan that's not happy to see uh, the yen depreciate this fast and that's just turning the mill with carried water anyway while the Federal Reserve's interest rate pose yesterday was hawkish and it was expected and it triggered a wave of hawkish trades as expected across stock bonds and currency markets across the world well there is nothing sure actually regarding what the Bank of England will do when it meets today because up until yesterday I mean just yesterday the expectation was an almost certain 25 base point hike from the Bank of England at today's monetary policy meeting but yesterday's shocker inflation data which was good for once has shaken these expectations on the dovish side in fact no one even less the BOE chief Bailey himself was expecting to see a softer inflation report in Britain last month especially when oil prices spiked and sterling fell but hey miracles do happen right so Britain's CPI and core CPI figures both fell last month and they fell more than expected by analysts leaving the Bank of England hawks on their back foot just before the meeting the expectation for a 25 base point hike versus no hike sharply fell to well 50 50 really and cable sold off to the lowest level since March this year so the question is what will the Bank of England do today do you think that they will just stop here and dance well I don't really think so and for two major reasons among others because first yesterday's inflation data was very very much welcome that's for sure but it also got many many people well, scratching their heads and thinking that this can't last well it maybe got rich is not dancing as he himself was probably probably sure that his uh, you know target or his wish or his promise of having inflation by the year and was well nothing was wishful thinking but now it's less wishful thinking but for the others and Rishi Sunak well it would be really really very very surprising that inflation actually remains on a falling path in the UK unless obviously Brits really stop spending and they stop spending big and oil prices fall and sterling gains and the second reason is at 6.2 percent level core inflation is still more than three times the BOE's two percent inflation target so the BOE is not there just yet and if sterling keeps falling well it will make inflation in Britain harder to contain so I still expect that last 25 base point rate hike to hit Britain today then the British policymakers will certainly also join their European counterparts in softening their monetary policy their tone for the next monetary policy meetings to come and if this is the case well cable could extend losses further with the next important technical level standing at the one or 2080 level which is the major 38.2 percent Fibonacci retracement level and which should distinguish between the positive trend building since last September in cable and a slide into a medium term bearish consolidation zone now if I were Mr Bailey I would simply say today that we are hiking uh, that inflation in the UK is softening but still remains too strong and that we are not there just yet or at all and that the next moves will obviously depend on economic data and I would simply try to limit losses in sterling so that energy costs wouldn't 
spike as a result of a happy CPI report that's happiness would remain short-lived. But that's just me, I'm not Mr. Bailey. Elsewhere, the barrel of US crude fell below the $90 per barrel level on Wednesday, even though the US crude inventories fell more than 2 million barrels last week. So that was more than a 1.3 million barrel fall expected and penciled in by analysts. To me, this week's retreat in oil prices from above the $93 per barrel level is a clear profit-taking and a downside correction that could reasonably extend toward the $86 to $87 range in the coming days. In the equities market, well, FedEx topped estimates yesterday, not because the deliveries are going well for FedEx, because far from that, deliveries are apparently falling, but strikes at the rival UPS actually shifted volumes to FedEx. And who knows, the same could potentially happen to Ford, GM and Stellantis, which are themselves now struggling with historic walkout from their workers that comes just as Tesla is actually eating market share all around the world. So if there's no agreement by noon tomorrow between the United Auto Workers and the three car makers of Detroit, well, the strikes will get even worse. So this is all for today. I'm Ipekos Kardeshke and thank you for joining me and thank you for all your beautiful messages. I hope this episode of Market Talk has been helpful and it has been insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments, your reactions and your questions below as usual. And follow us on Instagram, on X and on LinkedIn for regular market updates and subscribe of course to our YouTube channel for daily market comments. I will meet you again tomorrow and until then, good day trading.